Hey guys, this episode of Congratulations is brought to you by the Cash App. It's the simplest way to instantly send money to friends. It's also the number one app in finance, but it didn't get there on payments alone. These days, Cash App is changing how people interact with their money. It's adding features you can only get from a bank and more than a few that you can't, like the Cash Card, Boosts, and Bitcoin. Download the Cash App for free on the App Store or Google Play Market. Crazy, 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 Episode 83. Where, where are, are all the babies? Huh? Are they all, are they all here? Um... Anyway, uh, yeah, you are all here. Or some of you, well, you're all here if you're listening. That's how it goes. I could be like, hey, you're listening now, and you're listening. Because uh, if you didn't, if you're not, you didn't hear it, right? Um, but uh, I am, I'm super back, man. And uh, I was on the road. Uh, I was on, I did a show in Reno, which, what the fuck is it? And then I did a show in Las Vegas at the Mirage. Both shows were awesome, dude. The Reno show was awesome, and the Las Vegas show was awesome. Um, Reno is, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. It's funny how, it, like, it it's like it's like a. I don't even want to say a mini Vegas because it's not. It's like they have hotel, they have uh, casinos, but they're so spread apart from each other. It's also probably they're ju- probably just as far from each other as they are in Las Vegas. It's just Las Vegas has more shit to do in between them. But like you're in one casino and you look out the window of the hotel and you're like, oh, the other casino it looks like it's fucking in California or in uh, in California, yeah, because Reno's in Nevada. I don't, I didn't know where Reno was, but I was in Reno. Um, the gr- great show is about, I think, twenty four hundred people there at the show, and then in Vegas it was sold out. However big that one is at the Mirage, but. Um, yeah, uh, the I I don't know. I'm like I'm like you know you go in you go in waves. Uh, you know, as a performer, you're like, oh yeah, I'm really in in love with stand up and in love with my act, and I got my new shit, and that's awesome. And then you and and touring is cool, going to different cities, and then every now and then it's just you're like, oh man, you know, you still you're in love with stand up, but it's like, oh, you're tired. Of my, I'm tired of my material, or I'm tired of. Uh, touring i want to be home so uh i'm fucking ba-da-ba-ba-ya, loving it right now like i'm having so much fun man i'm just out there i'm giving the fucking babies what they want but more importantly i'm doing what i want because that's what the most important thing in life is that's the most important thing in life one time i was in therapy and they were like uh and they were like uh, well why don't you want to do your your math homework i was a kid you know and I was like, because it sucks, dude. I'm never going to need to use it. We're learning about imaginary numbers. That was it. That was when I was out, dude. After we started being like, after I heard there were imaginary numbers, I gave I gave up on math. I was like, done. Oh, they don't exist? Fucking see ya. How many equations am I going to do in my life? Zero. I'm a comedian. I'm a cut-up, baby. Cut-ups don't do equations. So um, so anyway, I, I, uh, I did the Vegas show. I had a I had a crew with me, dude. It was like the sad entourage, man. Actually, entourage is the sad entourage. That fucking show. Um, but I did. Uh, I was with three other guys, and we were having fun. And I was going to be in Las Vegas on the twenty fifth. And I can't remember if I can't remember how it happened. But I got in. T- I'm, I'm I'm buds with the chain smokers, and. Um, um, and uh, I hit up Alex, or I, I don't remember if he hit up me or if I hit up him, but I was like, hey, um, we're going to be in Las Vegas. And he was like, oh, when? I'm making up this first part. But he, we got to the point where we were talking about, I don't remember how we started talking, but he was like, oh, we're going to be there on the 26th. And I was like, oh, shit, well, we're staying another day. He's like, come out. And I was like, all right. And I don't fucking go out. You know, I don't really go out. My out is my... Um, is my work like when I go out and I do my shows? That's it. That's the best version of me going out. Is there is everyone's fucking paying attention to me and laughing at me, and then people are like, "You want to go to a bar afterwards?" And I'm like, "No, this is the best. I'll just hang out on the patio of the comedy store and talk to the people who are at my show." 
and fucking, you know what I mean? Even though a lot of them are going to be annoying. Um, but a lot of them are going to be very cool. You know, you get, it's a mixture. It's like life, dude. It's like a, it's like a, being, it's like being a anywhere when you're anyone. Some people are annoying. Some people are cool. Oh, uh, so, so I was like, all right, cool. Well, we were going to be out there anyway for an extra day, me and my buddies, me and the fellas. So why don't we go out? Um, why don't we come to your show? And he was like, dude, that would be awesome. We'll get it all hooked up, whatever. Now I didn't know, look, I'm buds with these guys. I mostly know Alex cause we text a lot, a, a, a bunch, but, um, you know, I met him. I can't remember where I'm in Australia when I was in Australia because they were in Australia at the same time. And I think we followed each other on Instagram. And he's like, bro, we're out here, too. And I was like, oh, no shit. And we were in the same uh, we were doing the same uh, press, same show. And I was on before them. Uh, And then so we kind of hit it off and we didn't end up hanging out in Australia. But uh, we've been texting back and forth. Bullshit, you know. And uh, he was like, come on out. So we went out with the buddies, with my buddies, met them in their suite, you know, and they were having like a little bit of a get together. And then we went down to see them perform. And Drew and Alex, this is the word that comes to mind with with these guys, okay? Genuine. You don't meet many fucking genuine people. Dude, these guys, it was laughable how nice and accommodating they were. And also... Not just to me, but to my crew, who were all guys, by the way. And um, we, we, they were like, yeah, come on down. We're going to play a, D- a set at, uh, for a little bit. And then you guys come up in the fucking spinny thing with the DJ in the booth. The booth spins. Is at this fucking place called Encore at the Wind? And it spins because there's 6,000 people there. And there's 4,000 on one side and 2,000 on the other. And they DJ for a little bit. It's like, dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. And then they're like, and then it spins, and then the fucking uh, the 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 tour manager Clancy hits everybody's arms off of the side so it can start spinning so nobody gets their arm caught. And then it spins, it's like, and then it goes around to the rest of the four hundred people, and it's like, dun, 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 dun. and those people are in a pool, by the way. So it's either heaven or hell, you know. But um, yeah, dude. Fuck it, dude. I saw Drew up on the thing, up on the spinny thing, dancing around and and singing. By the way, he woke up an hour before that, which was hilarious. It was so funny. That was the funniest part. Like, we were in the suite, and Drew came out, and he was, like, fucking all, like, tired and shit. And then cut to an hour later. It was like, doing fucking Smash Mouth Mouth covers. Um, And he was dancing on the thing, and I was like, man... I'm going to fucking get up there. I waited till it was cool because I didn't want to like be like, you know, it's their show. I don't want to fuck it up. Like if I was a comedian, I'm a comedian. If someone came on stage, I'd be mad. But it's a different type of thing. They were like throwing a party and shit. So I went up on the thing, on the spinny thing, and I got up there and I started dancing, dude. And everyone was like, fuck yeah, yeah. And then, uh, bro, I was like, I'm going to fall, man. I mean, I I know Alex is like 33 or something, but Drew, he might be fucking... 22 for all i know i think he's older than that but he uh he was like spry in, in a in track pants just fucking running around on this thing and i was like oh man i'm 38 i'm gonna fall i'm gonna fall into some fucking drunk chick or the guy dude i took this video of a guy who had this these glasses on that was that that were lit up they would light up and read and stuff would read out in uh illuminated shit and and it's it was said send nudes he was like this. He looked like this Asian banker, but just was so fucking lit. He was so just feeling it, and he kept pointing at me, and I was like, "Does he want me to send nudes or what?" I don't get it. But I put a bunch of it on my Instagram stories, and I put it a bunch of it on my Instagram. So if you want to go check it out, look it up on Instagram. But shout out to the Chainsmokers, man. Those guys throw a party, dude. They're gonna be in Vegas for another two years. They signed up for. I can't imagine the fucking money they're making, but that shit. I, I love meeting nice fucking people. I also like meeting nice, su- successful people, man. Dude, they're living the life. T- two guys who know they're living the who are living the life and know they're living the life and just fucking happy about it. You don't see that, man. Sometimes I get caught up in 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 the annoyance of it all, and I'm like, fuck this, fuck that, dude. 
It's just so fucking annoying. And I, you know, I love my life, but I got to step back and realize in a way I'm a fucking chain smoker, dude. Now I'm not out there creating the vibe they're creating. I got my whole different sort of vibe. It's the cynical, but also funny. And yet with a silly vibe kind of vibe. And if you're going to roll with me, you're going to be, you're going to be having a good time and it's going to be lit, but also it's going to be silly, but also you're going to keep kind of the behind the face, the fucking cynical vibe, right? But when you're a fucking chain smoker, dude, you're out there and you're having the good time, life is good kind of vibe, right? And that's what I was doing. And we got to fucking remember that we're all in a way of fucking, you got to strive to be more of a chain smoker, man. Because you got to be out there and you got to be living life in that in that sort of way too. You can't just be caught up in your... And it's tough, I know. It's tough. It's tough because they fucking did it. Dude, like I said earlier on when I told you Joe Rogan uh, said his life is a masterpiece, bro. I'm fucking... That shit stuck with me, man. You got to... You got to make sure your life is a masterpiece and you got to make sure you know your life is a masterpiece. And these fucking chain smokers, man, they know it. I should have airdropped that fucking Asian banker some nudes for real. But I wouldn't I didn't know what his thing was. It was probably lit Asian banker. Lit Asian banker. Cuz that's what he looked like and he kept pointing at me. And by the way, he was with nobody. He was with nobody. He was by himself changing the illuminated messages on his sunglasses via Bluetooth on his phone. Sometimes it said send nudes and sometimes it said lit. He's a lit Asian banker. But anyway, dude, it was fun. Oh, and then they were like, come on, dude, we're done. And then they went up and they were like, let's go up to the suite and have a little bit of an after party. And we went up and it was like a tame kind of an after party, which was also my kind of vibe. But Guess what they had? Sliders and lobster quesadillas. Ah. Dude, you better believe I ate a lot of them. Ah. They were so hot and they stayed hot, dude. Are we in heaven? Ah. Lobster quesadillas and sliders. And these sliders didn't even taste like sliders. They tasted like fucking sliders should taste. When you think of ocean, because you know, dude, when you have a, have you eaten sliders? They're fucking all bad. You know, if you try a slider, you're like, oh, this doesn't taste like a mini burger. This tastes like a piece of shit mini burger. But if you were to think of a slider before, sliders is one of those good ideas, but not good in, uh, actual implant uh in actual i don't know the word malfunction it was uh they're they're good in theory but when you make it you're like ah burgers are burgers because they're the size of burgers and they should be the size of burgers just because something's smaller i don't get it that's kuda life dude you're gonna fucking split some up make it smaller no 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 little little mini pizza pieces fuck that give me the whole slice so you make sliders, take a fucking hike. But these fucking sliders were how sliders should fucking taste, dude. You ever taste a slider how it should taste? No, you haven't. You haven't, dude. I'm telling you, you haven't unless you've been to a chain smoker's after party. That's how it is, dude. And they had lobster quesadillas. Oh, dude, you're not supposed to put fish with cheese. But they did it and it worked out. And you're not supposed to serve them with fucking mini burgers. And they did it and it worked out. And that's why, dude... Sliders and lobster quesadillas. Sliders and lobster quesadillas. Sliders and lobster quesadillas. They said I go to Kaffar. What they do in Kaffar? You should have put cheese. I wish the fucking lit Asian banker came up with us and just had and, and on his fucking <laughs> illuminated sunglasses, he just wrote lobster. He had it said lobster quesadillas or sliders, depending on what he was eating. You know what I'm talking about? 
Shout out to these motherfuckers, man. We had a good time, Brown. We had a good time. Dude, and my friends all had a good time. That's the thing. Me and my friends, we had a good time. And it was good to see those smiles on their faces. Oh, dude. Oh, it was so funny. My opener was there. Mike, so lucky. The guy's got the life. He opens for me, does sold out crowds, has no business doing it. Yeah, I'm talking about lucky dog, you know? Anyway, dude, this guy, fuck, we laughed so, oh, dude. First of all, he was so drunk, which you have to get so drunk if you're with them. If you're, there's a night to get so drunk, you get so drunk that night. Now, he doesn't get so drunk all the time. He does not have a problem. He was just keeping it lit, my babies. Okay? So he had a good time. Um, and so first, me and another buddy went up to the fucking Circle Spinny DJ booth thing. Okay? Now. Then we got my brother up. Okay? I had to get my brother up. I had two other friends. That were not in the DJ booth. One of them was my other buddy, and the other one was Mike, my opener. So we're up in the Circle DJ booth. We just got up there. People didn't even know they were up there. But I get a text from Mike on the text chain, and he says, "Get us up there." And then next, and then the next text, please PLZ, which is the best. Okay. Then I then I write, "Yeah, okay, gonna." The guy says, if it's too heavy, it won't spin, but going to try. Okay? Next thing I know, I look over my shoulder. Mike is there. All right? And he's like, we got up here, bro. No thanks to you. And I was like, dude, chill. Okay? I'll fire you. I will fire you and get you kicked out of this spinny thing. All right? Then we're up there, and Mike just keeps tossing shots back because people keep tossing shots to him. And that's what happens when you're up there in the spinny booth with the chain smokers, okay? And so he says, let us up, please. And I wrote, oh, this is nice. I wrote, ha, 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 what a bitch. Okay? Uh, Then he writes, please again. And uh, anyway, so so now we're up there, and uh, we're all up there, and he's getting... Now... The spinny thing. Now, I look over at Mike, and he is having a great time. And then he's getting too drunk, and he's being annoying. He's, he's like, go up on stage with him, bro. Go up. And starts pushing me. I'm like, bro, don't do that, man. Let's just stop it. And he's like, get up there. I want to get a picture with you. Like, he's my dad, and it's my bar mitzvah. Okay? So I'm like, no, bro, don't, don't do that, dude. That would be so annoying if someone was trying to push someone on stage on my stage. Just chill. Then they grabbed me. And they were like, come up here. And we, and they took a picture, dude. They were like, come on, take a pic. We took a pic, and Mike was taking too long to take the pic. And I swear to God, Drew whispered in my ear, no wonder why every comedian hates this guy. Because he was talking about, because he was talking, we, Mike was talking about it beforehand. And he was joking. He was giving him a fucking soft little fucking tat, 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 tat. It was so funny, though. I laughed so hard. Because Mike was like, yeah, comedians hate me. And because he was saying because he gets to do the road with me. And then Drew goes like this. No wonder why comedians hate this guy. Dude, I laughed so hard. Hey, who knew? The chain smokers are real party goers. And they also fucking have a legit sense of humor. <laughs> I forgot to tell Mike that. That's so funny. So anyway. Um, um, so anyway, we were up there. And uh, doing the thing. And then we were up there for a while. Now, something that I pride myself on, dude, I go pee once a night. My bladder is the size of Lake Erie. Okay? I never have to piss. I'm looking. We're up there for 45 minutes. Now, Mike, I look over. He's at, like, there's no corner because it's a circle, but he's on the railing, and he's, like, kind of hunched over. And I was like, what's up? And he's like, bro, I got to pee. And I was like, ah, well, we're up here. There's no bathroom on the fucking spinny thing. The bathroom is so far away. And he's like, I got to pee so bad. And I was like, (laughs) I start laughing. Every time I look over him, he's hunched over, not having a good time, just miserable, you know, 
tries to fist pump a little bit, but then hunches over again because he has to pee so bad. Like 20 minutes goes by. And he's like, bro, oh, God, I'm going to piss my pants. And I was like, dude, just go. He was having such a miserable. I was like, dude, just go. I'll get you back up here. And he looks at me and he goes, this is the funniest moment of the whole weekend. He looks at me and he goes like this. Hunched over, he says, no way. Dude, I laughed so fucking hard. Like, he would rather be up there and be uncomfortable and not be having fun because he has to piss so bad than be relieved and down not in the place you're supposed to be. He's a chick. He's an Instagram chick. That's what he was in that moment. Dude, it was so funny. And then I told the road manager, I was like, yo, dude, this guy's got to pee. He's like, dude, they're done in five minutes. I was like, might hold it for five. And he held it for five and then got off afterwards they were done and then pissed like a fucking racehorse. Had to piss like a racehorse. Worst song of all time. So anyway, that was our fucking weekend. And guess what? Been sick for eight days. Not going away. Whatever, dude. I tried to work out like a week, a week ago and... Had swollen glands and uh, went through it and then fucking also went to the, uh, uh, went to Reno and then Las Vegas. Still had swollen glands. It's all good. Not really sick, but it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Um, Take a flight out to Phoenix. Uh, And, uh. So we fucking, we, we, we were in Las Vegas, still not better, but it's all good, dude. I guess it's hard to get better when you're fucking out, keeping it lit, keeping those happy vibes, you know, I was keeping it lit, dude. I was trying to get better, but you know what? More importantly than that, I was trying to keep it lit, dude. I was trying to keep it lit. I was trying to keep it lit. Okay. It's in there. Look, I was trying to keep it lit in there. Okay. Um, by the way, shout out to you babies. So many of you guys are making such funny videos on Instagram and shit like that. Um, and I repost some of them and have a good time. Uh, but yeah, dude, I was up on stage with them, by the way. It's funny, like, I... I <laughs> when I was up on stage with them and they put their arms around me and they were like, fuck yeah... It felt, you know, fucking awesome because, like, there were 6,000 people out there. And I was like, bro, how does anybody in this position, like, if they were like, you know, afterwards, we fuck you, I would have been like, yeah, no, I get it. Fair. And I probably would have fucked them. I would have fucked the chain smokers, dude. Fuck it. Lobster quesadilla? I'll turn around. Sliders that are actually good? Uh, let's have our nose. Our nose is facing the same way. Ah. I mean, for real, dude. That's why you see that rock star vibe. And it's like, I'm a comedian. And, I, you know, it's like, you know, I, I, I get that. Like, I guess some comedians have groupies and shit. But when you're a rock star, uh, when you're a fucking rock star, or even better, you do EDM music. Uh, <laughs> dude, I mean, fucking dude. You know? I get it if you're a bad-smelling motherfucker that's like portly, but dude, these guys are fit, they're in shape, they smell good. Uh, come on, man. So funny, dude. I know they listen to the podcast. I hope they listen to this episode. But um, anyway, dude, what a good time. That's the thing. I, you know what I realized is that that's how you have sex with a chick. I don't ever really think about how to do it. I just kind of either do it or don't do it. But like, I don't think about how like get, getting them feeling comfortable and shit. That's how you do it. I was feeling comfortable than a motherfucker, dude. You know, and you know what the most comfortable thing is? Cuddling. See, that's what, and that leads to sex. See, that's the thing. When you're that comfortable, the next step is cuddling, my babies. You get somebody, liquor, good music, hanging out, laughing, good times, smiles. 
Lobster quesadillas and sliders. Next. Next stop, cuddling. All aboard the train to Cuddlestown. Stay on the stay on the train after Cuddlestown if you're headed to Cumsville. Head into blasting zone. We're about to blast up in this bitch. Uh-oh, Merp. Headed to fucking Merbertown. Merp. We're here all up. Oh, everyone off the plane. It's the last stop. You step off the plane, you just go. Merp. Damp, 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 damp. Dude, they played a cover song fucking Somebody once told me the world's about to... That fucking Smash Mouth. Dude, have you ever seen the Smash Mouth video? Eh. Seh. 90s. Dude. Dude. First of all, couldn't be more 90s, okay? Goatee? Check. Sunglasses that are more square than they are round? Check. Big ass fucking whatever Jinko fucking pants? Check. Uh, fucking uh, spiked tips? Check. Walking on the sidewalk next to people playing on the lawn? Check. Do nothing more 90s than a guy walking across, walking down a sidewalk. I mean, he's got Arnett sunglasses, dude. Uh, does he have the fucking, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call that piercing in the lip? Yep. Check. Check. <laughs> Oh, my God, a jacket on when it's way too hot is so 90s. Walking across a lawn on a sidewalk. The funniest fucking, one of the funniest videos on the Internet, though, is when is when he jumps on the car and they do the, and you don't stop coming, and you don't stop coming, and you don't stop coming, and you don't stop coming. Have you ever seen that video? You saw it, right? I sent it to you. Dude, it's so funny. The guy from Smash Out jumps in. Some asshole put it on. He made the whole song say i'm gonna actually just play it here uh oh it's so fucking funny dude do what all stars but they don't stop coming pitch corrected you know (laughs) hey get a better but you don't i mean get a better title it's like a fucking japanese guy did this Okay, definitely. Okay, all-star, but they don't stop coming pitch corrected. This is the most fucking, this is the most Japanese thing to call it. But, dude, it's so funny, too, because this is one of the funniest fucking things without it making any sense. Okay. Somebody so, the song starts. Van's on, of course. Baggy pants. Jacket on. Arnett sunglasses, or maybe. This made me laugh so hard, and it just keeps getting funnier and funnier. (laughs) (laughs) And then it just gets funnier and funnier. Dude, like some guy made this. It's all pitch corrected, obviously, because it says in the in the title. And then this part. And he keeps jumping on the fucking thing. And then my favorite fucking because he keeps jumping. He's jumping on the car with his squat position, and, and he keeps playing over and over again. He keeps jumping on the car in a squat position, and they fucking say. My favorite comment on it is, damn, this guy has strong thighs. <laughs> Some guy, comment, YouTube comments about the legend has it, they still haven't stopped coming. Somebody writes, it's also a great exercise. Um, this guy has strong thighs. Uh, thighs are the best part, yum. Thighs are the best part, yum. So, um... So, but dude, somebody made that. How funny is it that it has 64,000 thumbs up and 626 thumbs down? 
Like, who even bothers about My favorite shit is when somebody puts a video like this up and it goes viral and you don't think it's going to go viral. Uh, and then it does. Then the guy will put a comment under it and it's like, yo, check out my hair products. I uh, didn't expect this to go viral, but here's my SoundCloud. You know? I don't give a fuck. I fucking oh, fuck. So I'll fuck your bitch, you fat motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, is that a good impression? I ain't got no motherfucker. So I fuck your bitch, you fat motherfucker. I ain't got no motherfucker. So I fuck your bitch, you fat motherfucker. I ain't got no motherfucker. So I fuck your bitch. What did you say, suckhead? I ain't got no motherfucker. Suck ass. Suck ass. Um, suck ass. All right, look, you've heard me talk about MeUndies a million times, but why am I actually obsessed with them? It's as simple as this. When I wake up in the morning all groggy, I can't wait to put them on because I want to put them on and I want to feel comfy around my the, the region that counts, right? Uh, I pick out which ones I want to wear every day. I'm like, those ones, maybe not. Maybe these ones. Oh, I'm feeling these ones. And I put these on. It's a nice way to start the day, okay? I'm wearing a fun, crazy print. I go out about my day. And I keep that to myself because I don't really show people my underwear. But if I'm feeling flossy, maybe I'll sag my jeans down a little bit and I'll I'll peek out a little bit of the cool, crazy, fun print, right? Um, it's really a great – it's a great product. It's the best underwear I've ever had in my life. They use micromodal fabric, which is a full three times softer than regular cotton. I couldn't believe how soft these things were, to be brutally honest with you guys. It's the exact fabric you're going to want down there. MeUndies just launched a new uh, – a brand new membership. You can level up your top drawer with new undies each month. Members gain access to exclusive prints that no one else can get. They get special member pricing on every product MeUndies makes, and you can switch styles or skip any month you want. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash congrats. That's MeUndies.com slash congrats. Keepsake. Hey, how many? I got question. How many photos are sitting on your phone? How many? Home runs, first day of school, family vacations. If you're like me, you probably have a whole bunch, and sometimes you'd love to show them off on your wall. I was just looking at my photos. You know how many I've saved? Almost 8,000. And they don't stop coming, and they don't stop coming. 8,000, dude. Keepsake Frames is the easy way to frame photos from your phone in seconds. Whether you're doing some home decorating or looking for a thoughtful personal gift, it's easy. Just download the Keepsake Frames app, upload a photo, and choose a frame. I did it. I got a picture of me and my buds jogging, hiking. And it's very cool, and I'm going to hang it up. It's in a nice, cool wooden frame that I picked, and I like it. Keepsake frames are shipped direct from their studio. Prices start at just 25 bucks, and shipping is always free. Decorate your home. Don't be a loser. You can see a detailed preview of the final product before you buy. Do it. You want chicks to come over and be like, oh, did you just move in? No. Keepsake Frames has framed hundreds of thousands of smartphone photos, but the one that matters most is the one you're going to order. Uh, create a custom frame print right now in under 30 seconds. Right now, they're offering an incredible deal for our listeners, 30% off your first order when you go to keepsakeframes.com slash congrats, download the Keepsake Frames app, and get 30% off plus free shipping at keepsakeframes.com slash congrats. That's keepsakeframes.com slash congrats. So drunk, the Cash App. You know the Cash App. It's the simplest way to instantly send money to friends. It's also the number one app in finance, my babies. The Cash Card is free, customizable debit card, and you can use at stores or ATMs. It's linked to your Cash App balance as if it were a checking account. It even lets you direct deposit your paycheck. You're looking for an alternative to traditional banking? You're not alone. Millions of Americans have already started using the Cash Card, so go do it. Come on. There's never been a rewards program like Boosts. Uh, get discounts every single time you swipe your cash card at coffee shops, Chipotle, Shake Shack, and beyond. Just tap a Boost in the app and pay with your cash card. 20 years ago, something like Cash App would have been hard to imagine. Now it's hard to imagine anything else. Of course, when you download the Cash App and enter rewards code CONGRATS, $5 goes to you and $5 goes to Time's Up Legal Defense Fund. Download the Cash App for free on the App Store or Google Play Market. And be like me. And be like the tons and millions of babies that have done this. Otherwise, you don't stop coming and you don't stop coming. Don't stop coming and you don't stop coming and you don't stop coming and you don't stop coming. Don't stop coming and you don't stop coming. Anyway, dude. Checking my email while I'm doing this. 
being disrespectful. I'm disrespectful. Check in my email. Even though I'm getting paid to talk to you, Brown. Be disrespect. Being disrespectful is the most respectful you can be because you're being yourself. Unless you're a psychopath. And what you want to do is kill people. Brown. Brown. Or shit in the subway. Don't do it. Brown. One time, we, you know that song, White Lines? About It's about cocaine. And we wanted to put it on the, in high school, we wanted to play it at the fucking pep rally, and they wouldn't let us, except for at the end of the song, it goes, don't do it. So technically, it was a song against cocaine, so they let us do it. And guess what? Said us, said we, didn't have anything to do with it, just knew it happened while I was in high school. Had nothing to do with it. Fucking lied to you guys. That's how disrespectful I am. I don't give a fuck. I keep it truthful with you babies, though. I do. If I do a fucking silly little lie, I tell you afterwards. Maybe that's the Catholic boy in me. Huh? Right? I, uh, hey, dude, you know what's not funny anymore? Africa, uh, Toto. I'm, I'm done with all those memes. Done with everyone thinking how it's funny to t- about Africa and Toto, the Toto song from Africa or Africa from Toto or whatever the fuck. I don't know what the group is and what the name is of the song. Um, That's the new pineapple on pizza or fucking, that's the new bullshit. Uh, it's just stop with it. Instantly stop. Hey, how about instantly stop? It's going to be, it's Burning Man, I think now. I was in Reno. Dude, this guy came up to me and he was like, dude, Chris Lee, I'm a huge fan. What are you doing here? You going to Burning Man? And I said, no. I, I, I said, hey, if you're a huge fan, you'd know, you'd know the answer to that question. Now, Gentle Slam. Gentle Slam. Nice waiter coming out just giving you the Grand Slam. Not even expecting a big tip. Just letting you know, hey, your food's ready. Right? That's what I was letting him do. And as a matter of fact, I should have said... Well, if your big friend, if he said, hey, Chris Lee, you're here in Reno, what are you doing? You're going to Burning Man? I should have said, I should have said, what I should have said is, if you're a big fan, you would know the answer to that question. Now, your food's ready. (laughs) That's what I should have said. Now, shout out to fucking the new merch on the store, popping off the Grand Slam t-shirt. Check out the fucking shirt. Gonna be gone. You know why? You know how fast, you know what's gonna sell like? Hotcakes. How ironic is that? Because hotcakes are an all-American slam. Wear the shirt and give people, whether you want to do some some calm grand slams, whether you want to fire them out and do some real grand slams because you have an enemy, or if you just want to tell them quietly that the food's ready. But these motherfuckers need to know, man. You can friendly slam people. I friendly slam people all day long. A lot of times when I do it on Twitter, it's a friendly slam. A lot of times when I do it, I bring the heat. A lot of time when I do it, they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming. Don't stop coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming. Don't stop coming and they don't stop coming. A lot of time, I'm wearing Jinkos hopping up on the hood of a car, but a lot of time, I'm just quietly saying, hey, buddy, just so you know, your food's ready. I'm not even trying to align our noses in the same direction. It's a free conch. Eat it when you want. I'm not even telling you to turn around. Face me. Your food's ready. Let me just put it down. Here's your All-American Slam. You owe me nine ninety seven or nine sixty seven, however much it is. You don't even have to tip me. But if you're a big fan, you'd know the question, the answer to the question on whether or not I'd be going to Burning Man. Do you know why I'm not going to Burning Man? Because I like all the outfits that I have. I don't need to make an outfit. I don't want to make an outfit. Do you know why? I'm not a seamstress. Hey, I'm going to Burning Man. You seamstress? Hey, I'm going to Burning Man. You fucking... You work for Polo Ralph Lauren? No. One time I was watching Howie Mandel. Um, doing stand-up like in the 90s or 80s. I was young as fuck. And he asked somebody what they did in the audience as he, on TV. He's like, well, what do you do? And he said, I'm a purchaser. And in my head, I thought, some people will call that shopping. And he said, then Howie Mandel said, some people will call that shopping. And I was like, I'm a comedian. He did that. I could do it. And now I'm a fucking comedian. So all I'm saying, sometimes the thoughts you have when you're nine, sitting in your fucking guest bedroom for your parents' house, are real Real fucking thoughts. 
Now, have I been working on a post-nasal drip the whole time I've been talking? Yeah. Do I have to hawk a loogie? Yeah. Am I doing it? No. Am I gonna? No. Even if Wonfire hands me a napkin, I won't do it because I saw him looking around. But I'm not going to do it because it's gross and I don't need that on video for the rest of my fucking life. But it'll drip down, baby. Anyway, I'm having a good time, dude, right now with you guys just chilling. You guys are on the phone with me. I know I always say this. Well, I don't always say it, but I say it every now and then. You're on the phone with me, and we're just talking. You're in your cubicle. You're at home ignoring your wife. You're ignoring your husband. You're doing whatever you're doing. But I'm a fucking telling you right now, I'm here. I'm a Vegas daddy, and I'm back. Um, Blocked some people on Instagram and Twitter today. I say, hey. Podcast is coming out Wednesday. Somebody tweeted me, where the fuck is the podcast? And it, I check if it's attached to that tweet, because if it's attached to that tweet, I know it's a joke. If it's not, I know it's not a joke. Blocked. Trigger finger, block finger. These people don't get it. Um. So, anyway. Did you see Trump put up the fucking thing on uh, Instagram where he was like, John McCain is a great man, whatever, and he died and rest in peace or whatever he said, and fucking, it was a picture of Trump. Eh. Segatistical. Sega. Segatistical. My deepest sympathies and respect go out to the family of Senator John McCain. Our hearts and prayers are with you. And Donald Trump is on the picture. Sega-tistical. You know what the fucking thing is, too? He didn't put McCain on there because he knows, everybody fucking knows that he's talked so much shit um, about McCain. He kind of can't put a picture of McCain up there. He's like, well, everyone knows I hate him. I'll just put a picture of myself up there. You know? Oh man, what did he say? My heroes don't my heroes don't get captured or something. I like heroes who don't get captured. Oh. Imagine if he didn't fu- imagine if imagine Trump in, in in war with a helmet on and shit. He gets shot. Pfft, wrong. Wrong. They're like, "Oh, you're going to die." Wrong. Fake news. Trump, you got hit. You're going to die. Fake news. My heroes don't get check- captured. Um. Anyway. Dude, I went six days without working out, which is unlike me, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck, dude? How do I go six days without working How do I go six days without working out when I'm this V'd out? When I'm this topsy-turvy? When I'm basically an upside-down raindrop, dude, how the fuck did I go six days and still keep my sinewy Tarzan on vacation figure? (gasps) How'd he do it, folks? Genetics and the mindset. Dude, he's David Goggins or whoever the fuck that guy is that talks about never stopping. Dude, is that guy, is that guy, is that his name? David Goggins? Dude, David Goggins... The fucking ball dude that is just Jack City, Jack City, Jack City. And he fucking was like 440 pounds. And then I think Rogan interviewed him once or twice. But that guy's so jacked and he used to be fat as shit. And he was just like, not going to be fat anymore. And just never stopped running like he was Forrest Gump. And I followed him on Instagram because he did the silliest. Dude, his workouts are like pushing a tire for a mile a day. He'll just keep flipping a tire over and over again. Who came up with that tire fucking workout, by the way? Some, who, who, who did that? Some fat, like, farmer that was just, like, had to do it once, and he was like, that was a good workout, and just did it another day, and he was like, I bet if I keep doing this, I'll lose weight, and now he's just the Marlboro man. Dude, he was fat as fuck. He kept on working out, and now, dude, he never, he, he like, he never stops. He's always doing push-ups at, like, the airport and shit. And one time, the one time that really made me laugh was he was like, sometimes you just got to face your fears. And he tied his hands behind his back and jumped into a leg. Gonna drown. So don't promote that. It's unsafe. 
but he's still alive because he's David Goggins. If my mom did it, she'd die. The guy, if you are tired of your normal push-up routine, incorporate some of these varieties to break up the mandatory. Don't try these push-ups if you don't already have a strong base doing the standard push-ups with your hands on the ground. This guy is fucking taking 10-pound weights, balancing on them, and doing push-ups. That's very hard because you can break your fucking wrists doing it. He's got 5-pound weights doing it. Dude, that's so hard. I've tried that before. And, oh, no, don't even tell me he's going to do. Oh, come on, dude. He's using those clips to clip the... What do you call those? Carabiner? 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 It's racist. Wow, that's crazy. God, he's a strong fella, huh? That's cool. I fucking, uh, I like that shit. As much as I can't stand the, see, this is the thing. If your job is to inspire people, which this guy's job is to inspire people, cool. But I always talk about like those people who just go to the gym the whole time and then they're like trying to inspire. Like, dude, get out of here. Just work out, bro. But this dude, I mean, this guy's like, he was a Navy SEAL. Beyond motivated is his hashtag. It's hilarious. Y'all thought you were motivated? I'm beyond motivated. Navy SEAL, endurance athlete, inspiration. Just straight up at the end. Just You need some inspiration? Come to me. I like people who try to sell inspiration like it's fruit. You need some, like it's on the, they're on the side of the freeway. Does anybody need some inspiration? Here you go. Here's a picture with an eagle on it. That'll be 450. Ah, thank you. It's a fucking weird industry, huh? It's a weird industry. I got to get shredded, though. I got to get shredded. I got to get so shredded. I'm going to get so shredded that people are going to be like, look at me in fucking four months and be like, what the fuck happened? You know what I'm talking about? And, I, and I'm like, hey, man, just trying to fucking, just trying to be fucking super fit. Just want to jump far. Just want to do a fucking muscle up. You ever try a muscle up where you do the chin up and then pull your whole body up? You ever try to do that? Try to do that once at the gym? First of all, what you don't realize is you're scarily high up. You're so high up. If you fall, you'd hurt yourself. I think I was able to do almost one. But it's like you look like if you're doing it at the gym, you look like a fucking asshole because you're so high up. I had, there's a guy who works out at my gym, and he brings on those fucking feet things that he hooks onto the bars and puts his feet in it and does upside-down sit-ups. Do regular sit-ups or just do a, do a decline sit-up. The guy, Like, what part of your abs are you working so great, so much better that you got to go upside-down like you're fucking, like you're a bat? And this guy has a kind of good body. Ah, get the fat off first. If you want your fucking lower abs to pop, get the fat off first. Dude, I need to be an inspirational guy, and that's how I, my shit is. Hey, get your fucking fat off, you idiots. That's me. Not not the whole guy that's like, you know, some days you wake up, you don't want to do it, but just make your legs move in the direction of the gym anyway. You know? You just got to get there, and then you got to keep telling your body, make your brain, tell your body to keep doing another one. Just keep doing another one. When you think you're spent 100%, you aren't. You're 75%. You got 25% left to go. Dude, uh, fuck that. I'm not being that kind of an inspirational guy. I'm being the guy that goes like this. Do another one, fatso. Come on, you fat fuck. When's the last time you ate pizza? Hey, hey, hey. The fucking band pieces of shit is calling. They need another member. Do another sit-up, you fat, donut-bellied fuck. That's my shit, bro. That's the inspiration I need. When I work out with my Irish buddy, Mark, I go like this. I say, come on, man. He goes, oh, I'm so tired. I say, well, guess what? You ain't shit. Your mom ain't shit. Everybody you know ain't shit. Except me, because I'm doing it. And he goes like this, oh. And then he does it. And then he does it. I go, your mom ain't shit, dude. That's the kind of inspiration that we fucking do here at my shit at the congratulations cabin in my cult that's the inspiration we do 
We do medium grand slams like that. Medium grand slams. And we say, you know, what do you want to fucking turn around? You want a donut belly? Dude, get another sit up going, you fucking lazy fuck. That's how we do it. And we videotape it and we put it on Instagram. Videotape it. Sold. Remember those big ass video cameras? That dads used to have in 1984 that were just like this, like they were, like they, like they work for fucking CBS News, and they just want to film you and your brother in your underwear making the same poses, not realizing reading a dinosaur book. Uh. Yep, one time, one time that happened. One time I was reading a dinosaur book with my brother, and we both had our legs in the same position, and we both had our underwear on, and my dad was behind us trying to take a picture, and I knew he was, and I knew he was, so I kept my fucking legs like that. And I knew he was doing it. My brother didn't know he was doing it. And my brother moved his legs and he said, wait, Matt, he didn't even know he was back there. He said, Matt, put your legs back the other way. So now it's a false picture. And I knew that and my brother should have known it too. Now, granted, it's a little bit of a false picture if I'm keeping my legs like that, knowing that he's back there. But still, that's how I was. So I'm just keeping it like that. But my brother fucking changed his legs and made his legs go back after my dad asked. It's a false picture. I'm not about that false picture. It might look cool, but the fucking, the heart of it wasn't in there. And that's the difference between me and my brother. I'm more observant. I'm more observant, dude, when we're reading dinosaur books. Dude, when Mike had to pee at the chain smokers thing, and he and then I said, dude, just go pee. I'll get you back. And he looked at me and said, no way. That was the funniest thing that happened in 2018. For someone to want to be uncomfortable but be in the area they're supposed to be, then to have to, then to be way more comfortable and relieved than in the area that isn't the necessarily the area that they're supposed to be, which still, by the way, is a good area, is is so fucking funny. That's so American. That's so what this world is nowadays. I don't care. I'm in pain, but I'm in the place I'm supposed to be. Dude. Wow. Well, I guess that's about it. I don't know. Well, let, let, let's look at some... Uh, oh, you know what? I'm going to re... Uh, we got an elder... Uh, we have an elder. We hadn't had an elder for a while. Uh, and we're back in the elder game here because we need to grow this cult. And we also need to have elders when we get our log cabin, when we get our log cabin, um, we need to, uh, we need to delegate jobs and stuff like massaging and, um, breaking, uh, guitars and burning guitar wood um and keeping the grass at a fucking nice length and you know mowing whatever the fuck i don't know and then the cleaning cleaning the cabin uh and massaging um here's the guy's name mitchell proust is the new elder not sure his twitter or instagram he actually uh he made the original cuda quiz app and Wanfire has alerted me that we did not give him an elder uh, position yet, which I thought we did. But Mitchell, if you're listening or if somebody knows his handle, can you tweet him and tell him uh, or reach out if he's if you're listening? Because uh, we need to uh, get you that elder pin, man. You made that great game to let us know if it's it's probably on my Instagram somewhere. No, he looked. He looked. He didn't find it. Wanfire. I bet I'll find it later. Um, do we have a? Uh, uh, questions. My uh, tour is coming and uh, you should come. Ottawa, Ontario, London, Ontario, Buffalo, Burlington, Vermont. Bunch of different fucking places. Uh, that's funny, dude. Raquella A at Raquella 11. Speaking of scary stuff when we were kids, is it just me or was the 60 minutes clock scary as shit? Uh, I'll go on a fucking uh, out on a limb here and say, you got issues. You probably deep. You probably have deeper issues because um, that's not scary. Maybe you were worried that you were doing something wrong. Now, look, I'm not gonna. T- I'm a. I'm a therapist right here, but maybe you were doing something wrong and you knew time was about to be up. But yeah, it was kind of loud, and it was close too, right? I'd venture to say it wasn't not. It was not scary, but it wasn't not. Scary. Do you know what I mean? For a kid. Also, when we were kids, she said, but depends on what you mean, four or 16. But yeah, that's funny. Uh, if if you could be cast in one sitcom, past or present, which one would you choose? Well, see, that's an interesting question, Sconzy Cider. 
Uh, change it. Oh, and your handle is at smooth criminal. Change it. Change it. Um, what were you hiding from the law, dude? Uh, that's an interesting question because every sitcom I would want to be in was probably a good sitcom, and I wouldn't want to change it and fuck it up because I like it. So why change? Why why fix something that's fucking broke? You know why fix? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, I think that's a saying. Not why fix something that's broke because that makes no sense, and that's what I said at first. Um. Okay, now here's a good one. Camden Boardman. Now, change it. That's your name, even? Change it. Camden Boardman. Whoever your parents are shouldn't have named you Camden if your last name was Boardman, because that's weird. Your name should be Saboring? Saboring. Um, so, do you... Oh, first of all, Safarin, this question. Do you pistachio... Do you pistachios... It's a Russian spy. With or without the shell? Do you pistachios with or without the shell? Um... Do you? I'm sure you, you left out the word eat, which is weird. Do you eat pistachios with or without the shell? Hey, man, what do you mean, first of all? If you eat the shell, you're going to bloody up your anus. One time, I ate sunflower seeds. I kept eating all of them with the fucking shell. I wouldn't eat just the seeds And when I was a kid. And when I went to the bathroom, it felt like someone was putting a porcupine in my butthole. So that's all good. Um, but if you eat the shell, which I don't think you're talking about eating the shell. I think you mean, do I purchase them with or without the... I don't know, because he didn't put enough words in the goddamn tweet. That's why. Because you're Russian spy. So Camden Boardman, obviously you're a Russian spy, because that was the name you picked, Camden Boardman. That's like one of those fucking, you remember the Japanese video games that used to like generate the uh, American names? And it would be like Flips Paleman would be a name. And they'd be like Jim D. Fodor. Jim D. Fodor and Flips Paleman. Uh, and you're like, dude, just look up American names. So uh, yeah, I, I I don't I don't know. I would I always want to get the things without the shell. My whole thing is when you're eating the food, I want everyone else to do the work for you. Just give me the stuff I put in my mouth. That's why when you go to like Benihana or like some of those fucking people that where they cook in front of you or you get to fry the meat, go fuck yourself. Bring it out when it's ready. I'll consume it. You know, I'm not threading the pants together and then putting them on. I'm just buying the pants and putting them on. Will the lost episode of podcast of the podcast ever be released to us babies? Jeff Hackles. That's you talk about the first one ever. I doubt it. It wasn't good. I don't even like the first few episodes as it is. I might take them down just because you asked that fucking question. How about that, dude? I get ruthless on you. Daddy gets ruthless. He's got to get ruthless sometimes. Otherwise, he's just like the fun guy. Can't be the fun guy all the time. Thoughts on karaoke? Nathan Vandervoort. Um, thoughts on karaoke? I mean, I don't know, dude. If you're bad at... You know what my thoughts on are, on karaoke are? Never pick a rap song. You think you're the funny guy because you're going to sing Get Jiggy With It, but you're not. Rapping a good rap song... Singing horribly is funny. Rapping horribly is the most annoying thing in the fucking world. You're not funny because you picked getting jiggy with it. And you... and. It's just so, you ever, they get to the middle of the first verse and they're just like so tired and out of breath. And they're just like, you want a ball with the best? Who's the best? And the best, the best, the best, the best. Ha ha. Getting jiggy with it all in. Ha ha. And you're just, and they're just so tired with a blue button down and fucking, you know, khaki pants. And you're like, oh, this is horrible, dude. Anyway, uh, that's about it or what? Okay, cool. We're going to wrap this the fuck up, dude. Download the Cash App for free on the App Store or Google Play Market. Enter rewards code congrats, five give, get $5, and give $5 to Time's Up. Uh, we love you guys. Thanks. Uh, merch available. We got that Grand Slam tee. And you can support the podcast by getting all the other tees. Uh, follow the leader tour on sale now at crystalia.com. YouTube uh, videos usually come out a day or two later, uh, and um, uh, that's it. Rate and review the show. It really helps. Video episodes come on a day later. I already said that. Uh, my new special on uh, on uh, Netflix will be coming out, I think, in January. Not sure yet, uh, but you guys rock, and thank you very much. Uh, you know what? Remember. I think we're going to call this episode Lit 
Asian businessman or whatever the fuck it was. Keep it real, my baby. Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs>